Hey, Generation Church, we welcome you and invite you to encounter Jesus with us. We believe that through him, we will encounter love and discover our purpose. So take a seat, lean in, and let this message fortify your faith. Does anybody experience life when you really feel like you need some peace? We have a lot of turbulence going on around us, don't we? We have a lot of challenging situations that are all around us. And there's sometimes it feels like it's even lapping into our lives, like it's the waves are coming over the edge of your boat, of your life. And some to, in some ways you kind of feel like the disciples did when when Jesus was walking on the water and they're in the boat and there's a, a wind coming against them and they're rowing all night long and they look up and they think it's a ghost, but it's Jesus. He says, it's okay, it's me, it's me. And then he gets inside the boat and as soon as he gets inside the boat, the wind stops. The waves stop and they're able to go to the other side. That's what peace does. Peace calms the storm around you. But the reality is, is that we've got to really invite Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, into the center of our lives so that the storms around us can be calmed so that the storms around us can be dissipated. And today I, I believe that the Lord is, is wanting to share with you just the importance of the gift of peace and what the gift of peace does for you and how you cultivate peace, how you carry peace, how you watch over peace, inside your heart and allow peace to have its way in your life. Jewish people used to use a significant word to greet one another. And they'd say, Shalom. Shalom. And you might think, well, you know, that's a nice gesture. Shalom. But there's so much meaning to that. It doesn't mean that, you know, someone is blessing you with shalom because they're hoping that, um, that trouble won't come your way. But they're blessing you with shalom, which means peace, which literally means, I hope all goodness be upon you and is coming your way. It's upon you and it's coming your way. 1 Samuel 25, 6, David instructed his servants as he went, as he instructed them to go see Nabal, which was Abigail's husband, which wasn't a really nice man. He was very rich and had a lot of livestock. And 
He instructed his servants to greet Nabal in a certain way in 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 6. And this is what David told his servants to tell Nabal. He says, And thus you shall say to him who lives in prosperity, Peace be to you. Peace be to your house. And peace be to all that you have. This was just not a nice gesture of David. Just trying to get on the good side of Nabal. But he wanted peace to wrap itself around everything that Nabal had. He wanted peace to be upon all of his possessions, peace to be upon all of his family, and peace to be upon his life. You know, a lot of times here in America, we really only understand the negative side of peace, which is merely the absence of Close to the meaning of Hebrew, the word shalom is a word used by an Indian tribe in Guatemala, the Ketchi tribe. And they define peace as this. It's quiet goodness. Isn't that the most beautiful name? Quiet goodness. It sounds yummy. It, it conveys something that's sweet. It conveys something that's good, that's gentle, that's quiet. And they're saying, they bless them with this word that means quiet goodness. And basically, they're saying that quiet goodness is to come upon you and almost wrap its arms around you. The Lord's peace wants to wrap around you today. The Lord showed me a picture this week as I was praying and I just, I clearly had a vision. It was, felt like a, an, an area in Oregon or Washington, one of those big evergreens. And there was a, a beautiful lake with all the greenery around it. And it was early in the morning and there was dew over the lake. And Jesus was standing out on the water and he looked at me and he said, come on out. Come to the water. Come on on the water with me. Come to me all that are weary and heavy laden. Come to those that are tired, stressed out, worn out, burned out, and come on out on the water. And I'll give you rest. Peace is a gift from God to you. It's an invitation to walk in one of the most beautiful aspects of our God 
and that is peace. So where we can, where can we find this gift? Which is not just the absence of trouble, but the kind of peace that cannot be affected by trouble. The kind of peace that is not just uh, there because of danger or sorrow that we're going through in life. It's ironic that one of the greatest discussions of peace came from our Savior on the night before he would suffer and die. He knew all that he was getting ready to face. He knew that he was going to be beaten beyond recognition as a man. He knew he was getting ready to be nailed to a cross. And the sin of the world was going to be poured into him. The sinless Lamb of God. All that he was getting ready to experience. He was walking in peace. And he sat with his disciples on the night before he was going to be betrayed. And he said this in John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. He knew his disciples were getting ready to experience one of the most traumatic moments of their lives, and that is to see the one that they loved be beaten, be bruised, be in agony, and would shed his blood. It was going to be one of the most frightful things they've ever seen. But Jesus says, I'm giving you my gift. And my gift is going to carry you through it. And it's my peace. The peace that Jesus is speaking of enables you guys, believers, you know, we say that in the South, you guys. It enables you to remain calm in some of the most fearful circumstances that you're going through. The gift of peace enables you to calm a crying baby, to stop a fight. The peace that Jesus is giving you enables you to rejoice in pain it enables you to sing in the midst of suffering. This peace is not dictated by circumstances. Instead, it affects the circumstances. And it overrules them. Peace is a gift of being present in the moment. You know, when you look into somebody's eyes and you know they're thinking about other things, they're worried, they're fearful, 
They're anxious. But you can look into someone's eyes and when there's peace residing, their spirit is there engaged with you and is available to you. Peace is a gift of God's nature living on the inside of you. It's who He is. Jesus said, my peace I give to you. This is an invitation to stop struggling, to stop striving. Like Rocky said today, you don't have to strive anymore because the work's already been done. It's finished. You no longer have to be troubled and worried. Ephesians 3, 16 through 17 says this. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner man. Why? So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And that you be rooted and grounded in love. Paul is praying that you be strengthened by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts. These are people that are already saved and love Jesus. But he's saying that Christ might remain and stay and dwell within your heart who is Jesus the prince of peace it takes the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit to strengthen your inner man that you might hold on to the very peace that Jesus has given you on the inside it takes the power of the Lord Why? Because we can so easily get frightened. We can go so easily start racing in our minds on the outside of all that's going on. We get so focused on the circumstances that we lose the awareness of his peace that is resident within us. It is staying focused on the one that is the Prince of Peace. So it takes the power of God to allow your heart to maintain that posture of holding on to the peace of the gift of peace that's been given to you. It really takes courage to practice the peace of Jesus in the midst of a storm. It takes power to hold on to peace when the waves of life are coming into your boat. The waves are coming in. I've been offshore and I've been in some storms that left a whole lot of water inside the boat where the boat was starting to do that because the bilge pump went out. The bilge pump pumps out the water in the hall, a hall inside the boat 
Well, when that thing goes out and the waves come over in the boat, guess what your boat does? It wants to sink. The peace of Jesus does not allow the water to get into your boat. Please understand that. There's too much water lapping in some of your boats. And your boats are getting overwhelmed with water. It's the peace that protects you in the midst of difficult situations. When you can have peace in resting in your heart, you have the assurance of knowing that everything is going to be okay. When I went into surgery, I had to have some biopsy done on me and with my kidneys, I had kidney failure. And I was frightened, I was nervous. But there came a point when all of a sudden I called on the one who is my peace to come and be with me. And the next thing I know, peace just resided within my heart. And it's like, I knew everything was going to be okay. Peace gives you the ability to trust him. Peace gives you the ability to rest in him. I knew everything was going to be okay. Even though the circumstances were saying other. In the world, there is a lot of pressure going on right now. Is anyone experiencing a lot of pressure in life right now? There's pressure. It's like a pressure cooker. It's like a vice grip. You know, there's a place where there is no pressure and it's in his kingdom. It's where Christ reigns. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. What does his kingdom consist of? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. When you're seeking peace, when you're seeking the one that offers peace, you will find that this kingdom that you're dwelling in, because peace is the presence of Jesus. Do you understand that peace is Jesus? Peace isn't A euphoric feeling peace is a person and his name is Jesus that's what peace is it's Jesus living on the inside of you doing what he does best and that's bring rest to your soul bring calmness to you so Jesus said I am your peace so peace is a gift like our children are a gift my wife is a gift Salvation is a gift. Holy Spirit is a gift.
Peace is a gift. And a gift can only be received by welcoming arms. So when Jesus stood before his disciples and he said, my peace I give to you. It was their response to that. And that was, thank you, Jesus. I just receive your gift right now. I receive this gift into my life. Peace is a person living on the inside of you. I believe today there's an invitation to cease from worry and anxiety and enter into rest. And allow God to stop the wind and the waves around you and His peace enter into you. And I believe that what we're going to begin to do is learn how to cultivate it, but not only cultivate it, but practice peace. We're going to do that next week. We're going to learn how to practice the peace. Because it's almost like at times if you don't practice it and guard it and protect it and watch over it, it gets wings. And the next thing you know, you're all wound up on the inside. You're fretting over things. You're worried about things. And the interior of your life is a reflection of even what's going on on the outside. There has to be a counterbalance to everything that's going on. And the balance that shifts the atmosphere is the peace of God staying resident within your heart. That's why Paul said, I pray that you be strengthened by your spirit. You be strengthened with power so that peace can reside within you. It takes courage to stay focused in peace when there is turbulence all around you. Peace protects you. Peace is like a chaperone to your emotions. Do you understand that? I, you know, when I was young, I, my, my mom and dad made sure I had a chaperone on my dates, early dates. But peace is a chaperone to come alongside your emotions and say, come on, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Peace is a guardian for your mind from negativity. That's really not allowed to come into you. But it's a guard from the negativity. Peace protects you. From being ambushed by the world. We're not to be roadside victims because of all of our circumstances. Peace annihilates negativity, peace dismantles negativity. When you stay in the negative realm, you're inviting trouble on the inside. 
Philippians 4, 7 says this, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, the peace of God that surpasses your ability to understand it will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So peace is a guardian over your life. Peace doesn't allow the storms of life to enter on the inside of you. It shields you. Peace blesses the borders of your life. That your, your borders fall in pleasant places. So that the stresses of life don't just barge into your living room. There's nothing to be afraid when you let his peace rule in your heart. Your inner peace protects your emotions and your thinking. Peace protects you from fear. We all know that perfect love casts out all fear. But what peace does, it keeps it from trying to return back in you. Fear casts it out. Peace guards you from it coming back in. When a situation, you know, rises up, you need to call up peace within you. You need to allow peace to stand up within you. And, and be your guard. You need to allow His peace to flood your heart and your mind with His presence. Because you can't understand it doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. Stop trying to figure it all out. Just welcome it. It's a gift. And it's healed you. Jesus instructed his disciples when he sent them out he sent them out in two and he said go out preach the gospel of the kingdom lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed and then he did this he said something that was quite peculiar he says find the honorable man in the city and go to his home and stay there and as you enter into the house, I want you to speak a blessing of peace upon the house. Matthew 10, 11 through 13 says this. Whatever village or town you enter, search for an honorable man who will let you into his home until you leave for the next town. Once you enter a house, Speak to the family there and say, God's blessings of peace be upon this house. And if those living there welcome you, let your peace come upon this house. But if you are rejected, that blessing of peace will come back upon you. Peace was leaving a gift for the family. 
a lot of times we we come to a home and we come over for dinner and we leave flowers as a gift or we leave chocolate or we bring dessert we leave a gift what Jesus says my disciples the gift that you're going to leave with them is my peace and peace was not just a nice gesture be at peace they were leaving a gift they were leaving the very gift and the presence of Jesus in that home and what did that do well it protected the family from harm Jesus was able to protect that family he was able to protect them peace became like a hedge of protection all around that home their their home was a haven for the presence of peace so that the family the children would all be blessed so when people would enter into the home who would they encounter they would encounter the presence of peace they would encounter Jesus they're not coming into your house encountering unrest and strife where there's been arguing where there's been dissension they're coming into a home where they can feel the very presence of almighty god It's my desire that when people come to our home that you experience the presence of Jesus. I've blessed my home with peace. I blessed all my borders with peace. I walked around my land and I blessed my land with peace. I blessed my home when people come in that they would encounter peace. they would encounter Jesus the one who is peace and it enables them too to practice peace in their home all the time it's not like a one time gift that it's here today and gone tomorrow it's a gift that resides and is there Peace calms the storms of life. Mark three thirty nine. He then arose, and rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, "Be still." And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. A storm of gale force wind broke out over the Sea of Galilee. The disciples and Jesus were in the boat and Jesus is sleeping on a pillow. The waves got so bad, they started going over the edge of the boat, inside the boat, filling up the boat. A lot of commotion going on. The disciples are freaking out. They're saying we're going to perish. So then they decide It's time we we probably better wake up Jesus. 
he doesn't realize what's going on. So they wake him up. Jesus, Jesus, we're about ready to perish. I'm sure he just woke up. He says, you know, I was in a really good sleep. <laughs> I was resting really nice. And he just stands up and he rebukes the wind. He rebukes it. And he says, peace, be still. The power of peace can bring an end to the storm that's raging around you right now. Jesus lived in a constant state of peace because he was peace. It wasn't something that he had to cultivate or try to work up. He was peace. Peace was present wherever he went. The storms of life were always diverted or stopped around Jesus. His peaceful presence was always the game changer in every situation that he faced. So before you do anything, let peace go before you. Don't enter into the situation thinking that you can fix it and then get all worked up and then have to call upon peace. Let peace go before you. Carry peace into the moment. And let peace be the first thing that meets the troubled storm and not you. Speak peace over your storms and watch the Lord dissipate them before your eyes. Isaiah 59, 19 says, When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. I want to do something here. I have two special friends that are going to come be with me. This little man right here is my buddy. This is Jesus on the inside of me. This is Jesus resident within me. Who knows that the storms of life can hit you like a flood. It can overwhelm you. Things could come after you and can target you, and it's, it's overwhelming. And then what happens is he says that he'll raise up a standard. Well, who is the standard? Who is the standard? It's Jesus. Jesus is the standard. When Jesus raised up in the boat, he spoke to the storm. 
the standard canceled the storm. Peace dissolved the conflict. So the enemy comes in like a flood. You got to get your aim better, buddy. Okay, stop. Yeah, you have enough. Okay, now I'm going to call upon Jesus. Lord Jesus, I ask now for you, the Prince of Peace, to stand up in my situation. Lord Jesus, I need your peace. Lord, I'm asking that you would rise up within me and let your shalom peace reside within my heart. And Jesus stands up on the inside of you. And now what happens, I've called upon the Prince of Peace. And now the enemy's going to still try to bring the flood against me. And now watch what happens. Now, he's going to get to the point where he's realizing this is not working. It's not hitting me anymore. And he's got to stop his efforts to bring the flood against me. Because the standard one, the standard bearer, who, the, who is peace, has now stood up in my boat. He stood up in my boat. And he said, peace. And the enemy's got to stop. So when the enemy comes in like a flood and you're feeling overwhelmed, man, you're a good Jesus. <laughs> you call upon the one and he stands up on the inside of you. That's the strength and the power of our Savior. Thank you. That is... That is Jesus standing up on the inside of you. Peace enables you to trust Him. Peace gives us the ability to trust Jesus with all of our hearts. So we don't lean on our own understanding and try to figure out why in the world is this storm happening? Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, and He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. Peace cannot be received through human understanding. It can only be received as a gift. When you receive the gift of peace, it's a beautiful life that's available to us but you have to receive it into your you have to welcome it you have to welcome it into your heart peace is freedom from turbulence it's freedom and when you trust in him peace gives you the rest and the confidence and the assurance in your heart that all is going to be okay.
it's going to be okay. Life is going to be okay because peace is in you. And then you can remember, just like the Indians in Guatemala, quiet goodness is residing on the inside of you. A quiet goodness is resting on the inside of you. And this quiet goodness will be your saving defense. David said, God is my saving defense. And he defends you. So just when you think that peace is just a nice feeling, I want to encourage you to understand peace is one of the most powerful gifts you will ever have. Peace can change your circumstances around you because you have welcomed the gift of peace. And that's why Jesus, on the night in which he was going to be betrayed, it was for the joy set before him that he endured the cross. He knew tragedy was going to be on the outside, but it wasn't going to be on the inside. He knew he could walk through the most challenging, difficult situation man has ever known. Because it is the God of peace that crushes Satan under your feet. That's how powerful peace is. It crushes the enemy in your life. So today, I really believe the Lord wants you to welcome Jesus into your boat and to receive it as a gift and even if you've kind of like forgot where the gift is you can get another one because Jesus is always wanting to impart his peace to calm the storms in your life so I'd like for us all just to stand Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask now that those that would like to receive your most precious gift, the gift of peace. Lord, I'm asking today would be like Christmas. People would have a Christmas gift given to them, and it's a gift of peace. So if you want to receive, I just want you just to put out your hands. And I just want you now to receive from the Holy Spirit the gift of peace. Father, I bless them now with the precious peace of Jesus 
And I'm asking that peace would flood their hearts and their minds. And it would protect them. Protect them from the storm. Protect them from adverse situations. Protect them from conflict. I'm asking that your peace would come into their lives and be their shield. You would wrap around them, come upon them, protect their family, protect their lives, protect their possessions, protect their homes, protect all that you have entrusted them with. Let peace reside within their hearts this day. And Lord, I pray now where there has been fear, that today, in the name of Jesus, your perfect love would drive out all fear. Let love drive it out. And I'm asking now that peace would stand guard over their heart and mind so that it might not return. Lord, let your shalom peace reside within and upon everyone here. Let peace overwhelm them. Let peace fill them. Let peace touch the very deep recesses of their hearts and their minds. Let peace calm the storm. Now they're going to have the ability to speak to the storm and say, peace, be still. I'm asking Holy Spirit that the gift of peace would reside within them and protect the peace. Protect the peace within them. Let them continually walk in the peace of Jesus, practicing the presence of peace. I thank you, Jesus, for the most beautiful gift And we welcome it into our hearts now. And we thank you, Jesus, that you're the Prince of Peace. Shalom. I bless you with shalom. 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 I speak shalom over your life. I speak shalom. To every situation. I speak shalom to the dark night that you're going through. I speak shalom to the adversity that you're going through. I speak shalom to the conflict that you're in. I speak shalom 
to the pain that you're feeling. I speak shalom to the pressure. I speak shalom to all anxiety. I speak shalom to your inner man. I speak shalom to your land. I speak shalom over everything that you have. I speak shalom over your family. I speak shalom over your work. I speak shalom over all that you've been entrusted with. Shalom. So the Lord wants you to come out onto the water with Him. Come to the waters, as it says in Isaiah 55, and drink of me. All that are thirsty and weary, come to me. And He will give you rest. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for the gift of Shalom. In your precious name we pray, Lord. Amen.